0: going to sing a a high ass note like that to start
1: that wasn't that high of a note bitch welcome to adventures in Roommating, roommate pod we're a couple of friends i'm megan tonjes
0: i'm keith batista
1: here we are
0: all right our lives all right bye
1: okay nice knowing you guys bye forever um this will be the shortest episode ever it'll be our last episode nice seeing you guys bye um, we're gonna do a questions episode, BBQ. So for those of you who don't know, you can email us at roommatepod at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you have some questions, you need some life advice, whatever, you just want to tell us how great we are. Um, and you don't have to just write in specifically about roommate problems. Uh it can be about anything. It
0: can be life, dating. Yeah. Sex.
1: Sure. We're experts, sexperts, sex-perts. if you will.
0: Sex position.
1: Sex Yesterday I was talking to someone, we were, you know, we don't need to figure out how I got out of this conversation. We were talking about sex toys and I, we were showing each other the sex toy that we found on this website and we were literally envisioning it being used two different ways. It was so funny because oh, I'm like, no, this would go in a vagina and then this would go in the, in the ass mm-hmm. and he was seeing it from a completely different perspective. And I was like, Oh, we're literally imagining two different sexual positions. I'm imagining mm. a missionary. You're imagining like doggy style. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why none of this is computing right now. There you go. But that wasn't even a conversation with someone I'm trying to sleep with.
0: Just casual conversation. Just a about casual. Sex toys. You gave me a sex toy recently from your latest haul.
1: I did. It looks like a little mic holder. But it does look your, like a microphone you holder,
0: but you put your penis in it. Yeah, and it vibrates. And, it vibrates, and it's. <laughs> one of the joys of living.
1: Nice. One of the joys of living with me is that you're probably going to get sex toys. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I was talking. Well, I was talking to the same person yesterday, and he was talking about, like, oh, you, you talk about sex and stuff on your channel, and the very sex positive. Like, that's your brand. And I was like, is that my brand? Because I think of, yeah. like, all the videos I make. I'm like. Part of your brand. Yeah, it's part of my brand. Because I was like, well, yeah, I do sex toy unboxings like once a month. But I was like, but that's not how I even th- I don't even think about it because I'm like, well, I'm not having sex. I'm just, and he, w- he kind of broke it down. He was like, oh, no, it's just, I think it's more of just you're comfortable talking about yes. it. Yes, yeah. Like you just, you have, you're have you not like sitting there shy about anything, whether you're doing it or not. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I accept that.
0: Yeah, I believe in, I mean, I do believe that we should be as open about sexual stuff.
1: Yeah. Because I feel like now that I know more about myself. as possible. I feel like I'm more on the asexual scale than anything else, which is funny.
0: Asexual, which on
1: the on the on the spectrum of that more, which I think demisexuality falls into. Doesn't
0: asexual mean you're, you're not attracted to? It's it's either no, or it, any.
1: It well, no, no, no. Asexuality is more of like it's just not the priority for you. Like you can get a lot out of interactions that aren't inherently sexual. Like sex, like. I think asexual people still have can have sex or could desire whatever, but it's not necessarily part of like what is the focus for them. Yeah, which I don't know if that's part trauma for me or what that is, but I also am just like yeah, I could just be rubbed and like go to fuck to sleep. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just that's that's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, but I think yeah, demisexuality falls more in the asexuality scale, which I feel like a lot of people I know are more in on that that range than. Than anything else, which mm-hmm. is interesting. It's fascinating. It's all fascinating. All
0: right. So this is going to be a, a BBQ episode.
1: BBQ. Um,
0: you submit your your cues, and we give you our As. Or our BBs. Our BBs. What do you mean, our BBs?
1: I don't know. I'm tired. You high? I wish. Hold on, read the question, I'll get high. All
0: right, so for those of you who don't know, you can submit questions to us at our email address, which is roommatepod at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go to our website, adventuresandroomaiding.com, and there is a form on the site in which you can submit a question. Titties are sweating. You can do, you can do so uh, anonymously, anonymously through the website, much like our first writer. Here we go. Subject, too much self-care? Think that's possible, Biebs? Um, as you rip a hit?
1: Do I think that there's too much self-care? Uh, I mean, I I believe that there can be too much of anything. <laughs> so Good answer. So,
0: too much vitamins. It
1: depends. I think the question is if, if your life is all self-care. Well, no, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on like... Are you actually doing self-care Or are you just avoiding Dealing with other things Or yeah by... Is it crossing
0: the line Into selfish
1: Yeah Are you obsessed with self-care To the point that it's not Actually self-care anymore Or
0: you only care about yourself
1: I mean I'm down for that Fucking own it no. I I'm here to care about myself First and foremost I'm trying to learn
0: How to care about All human beings
1: yeah, I don't have to care about all human beings, but I I, I appreciate finding my I give compassion them space. through
0: our mutual suffering.
1: Well, girl, listen, there's nothing I need less than empathy because I exist completely in empathy. So I we're actually learning opposite lessons. I need mm-hmm. to learn how to not be so emotionally involved with everything that's happening with other people. Yeah, I'm trying to and you need to learn how to
0: my yeah. You're emotions. the tin man,
1: so you need to have a heart. <laughs> well, clearly I'm not a tin
0: man. I've been through an emotional wreck this whole fucking well, year. You know like what? Jesus, who am I? Who <laughs> was I? The software Who will I be?
1: software is out of date. <laughs> girl, Jesus Christ.
0: Oil those little arms, girl. Never thought I'd be in an emotional state like I was. Well, you know. This year. But
1: what did we learn from the, the Colbert episode, girl? The the interview with Stephen Colbert and um life is Anderson Cooper. Well, life is suffering, but suffering is a connection that opens us all up to mm-hmm. uh compassion. Yeah. You know, when you understand what it is to hurt, you hate to see someone else hurt. I think
0: I was reading this book on Buddhism and he was, the Dalai Lama was explaining how like, uh, what was he saying? He was saying something like, um, there is, I think the question was like whether or not there's a universal compassion versus like you only have compassion for like people you know or something weird like that. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you know, when you see a fish caught on a hook, mm-hmm. we all feel bad for the fish. Yeah. Right? A, hum, a, a, good, a human does. A lot of us right? do, At least yeah. as, a, as a child, right? When you first see something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. We all go, oh, my God, let's help that I fish. I remember
1: crying that my dad didn't have fish in enough water that he caught. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually we ended up releasing
0: them anyways. But I, I cried. I was not happy about it. And so that's the sort of compassion he's talking about, like the universal compassion where it's mm-hmm. like you don't need, necessarily need to know a person, but you can mm-hmm. empathize through acknowledging that that person is suffering yeah and that you also suffer and that through that is you you there their, uh, yeah, compassion can be. Built. It's the
1: it's the in, in the learning of that part of it is understanding that by caring about someone or by by having that openness and that compassion, I think sometimes people limit themselves from doing that because they view it as being weak or mm. being too vulnerable and exposed, mm-hmm. um, and not understanding which is what I'm learning the boundaries of like no I can feel that for you and that literally depletes nothing for me, mm-hmm. and so learning that is really hard. I think especially if you grow up in a family where like you have to shift your emotions around to like placate your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I think back to my childhood and I'm like, there are plenty of moments where I was like reaching out and the response I was getting was like, well, why do you feel this way? Why yeah. would you, why would you feel this way? Mm-hmm. That's not true. You're fine. You'll very get over dis- it. Very dismissive. And so I think I learned that like, okay, my needs are not going to be met emotionally here, so I just need to like take care of what's going on in here and be with myself mm-hmm. and make sure I'm not stressing anyone else out. Yeah. And that shit plays out in your adulthood.
0: Yeah. All right, let's read this question. I didn't even um, the question here. We're giving you fucking So, subject, chance. too much self-care. Hello, Megan, Keith, and Margot. For reference, I'm a 26-year-old woman. I'm also a Taurus. Uh, Ooh,
1: unfortunate.
0: <laughs> with a Leo moon.
1: Ooh! <laughs> wow, we always think we're right.
0: And a Libra... Rising,
1: oh, interesting.
0: I'm not sure what that means, but I'm sure Megan will tell me if it's bad.
1: You always think you're right, but uh, but you give the appearance of you have the appearance of wanting a bunch of different things, but you secretly know what the fuck you want. Like you're the friend that's like a Libra rising. People are like, oh, they're so agreeable. Oh, they're willing to. They have. They'll go with any option. But that Leo Moon and whatever the else fucks going on there. Libra the first rising, one? Taurus, the, the Taurus. Yeah. you... Mm-hmm. You know.
0: You're shifting it. So here we go. I'm having a small dilemma about my partner. Okay. He's 30 years old, and we've we've been together for four years, living together for two. Uh, My partner's favorite thing to do at the end of the day is unwind. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? He'll come home, get into bed, and watch movies or play video games all (laughs) night. If he's stressed, he makes a point of taking time for himself. Okay. It's something that I definitely need to get better at. I have anxiety, so my brain is always trying to convince me mm. that if I'm not being productive, then I'm a piece of shit. Oh, my God. Same, girl. Oh, uh. my God. That's something I'm so hard at trying to break right now.
1: I wonder if that changes how you look at your partner, too, because if that's the value you hold for yourself, I wonder if, I wonder if you're sitting there being like, oh, my God, that's so amazing that they can do that. Or I wonder if you're sitting there and you're secretly like, what the fuck? Why are you not stressed about this?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. However, sometimes I think he takes his relaxation too far. He frequently prioritizes relaxation over other responsibilities like cleaning, Mm -hmm. cooking, working out, etc. For the record, he's never flopped on on bigger responsibilities like our friendship or his job. This usually mm-hmm. happens with those ment- uh, menial tasks that people don't like doing. Oh, I wouldn't but say need things to be like done.
1: cleaning are menial. Like that's a pretty major part well, I of I think
0: she's trying to say that that's how he looks at it.
1: Yeah, well he's going to have to get over that.
0: If he's the slightest bit worn out, he decides that enough—that's enough reason for him to do nothing the rest of the evening.
1: Okay.
0: uh, Regardless, if it's his turn to clean the bathroom or buy some groceries. Okay. This usually turns into me having to do it myself, or us arguing about it. Well,
1: okay, you're enabling this situation. To be done.
0: (laughs) I think he's crazy for not getting chores done, and he thinks I'm crazy for not letting that stuff go and relaxing. Well,
1: he doesn't have to worry about anything because you're doing it regardless.
0: And don't get me wrong, it's totally reasonable to put yourself first and relax. I get it. Some nights you say, fuck it to cooking and order a pizza. But he does this more often than not. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how to talk to him about this where I don't sound like I'm complaining about him or judging him. He's otherwise a very supportive and loving partner. Yeah. And his laid back nature generally has a positive effect on my high strung ass. Okay. But sometimes he's too chill. And he flops on his responsibilities as a result. Mm -hmm. Any tips on approaching this conversation differently would be greatly appreciated. Y'all are the best.
1: Start buying groceries just for yourself. Start cleaning just your side of the kitchen, the sink. (laughs) Like, I think that, well, there's two things. There's a few things going on here, right? So it's like. You clearly, there's an incompatibility in the way that you guys deal with your stress and the fact that he's like, I am turning off and I am relaxing and you were like, how can I fix it? And how can I, I'm going to take on everyone's problems because no one's doing it the way that I want. Mm. I also think that, so I think that there's an opportunity for the two of you to learn from each other. Like you say, he balances you out with how relaxed he is about things, but you need a little bit more structure. And maybe he needs a little bit more structure. But at the, same, at the end of the day, you're enabling it because you're like, well, I feel like I have to do it, so I'm going to do it. Well, why would anyone ever change? Why would I change if it's nothing's changing? You're doing everything. And at the end of the day, maybe it's an argument, but then I get to go back to playing video
0: games. I also suspect that, I mean, I, I don't know, but maybe, especially as a guy, like he can easily use a disgusting bathroom for probably mm-hmm. weeks if not months probably. <laughs> before he thinks it's time to clean it, whereas mm-hmm. a more normal person would want to clean it m- more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, what I can say is that from my experience, I definitely... Especially growing up too, I don't know what it was about, but like cleaning was just like not something you I wanted to it. do, right? I like it was just something and then my your mom parents eventually would just annoyed fucking you clean. about. Yeah, eventually mom my mom would do
1: it. it, and it's like okay, I have to listen to her bitch a little bit, but fuck it, like you know. And y- maybe you, that's, that's how, how he, he was raised too.
0: I mean, he might have been raised in that's a family true. that just did shit for him, and so he's literally doesn't even—it's ha- not even something he thinks about,
1: and he doesn't have to because he's in a relationship where someone's doing stuff for him to
0: the to the extent to which you do. Um, I do think it's a conversation. I do think I don't really know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. I think I would just start with a conversation and be like, look, it's important. How do I word this? It's it, our relationship will be negatively affected.
1: Yeah. It's changing how I see you.
0: It's changing how I see you. And, and it's stressing me By you, out. you ignoring how important this is for me mm-hmm. is affecting our relationship. I mean, Or really, has the potential to fe- it's affect really our relationship. from the
1: perspective of like, this person is your roommate, yeah. You know, like they're, yeah, they're your partner, but you're also a roommate. So there are things that you're like, I would well, they're fulfilling like... me in emotional ways. But as a roommate, they're failing. And as far as what the expectation, and this is why, ooh, this is why before you move in with someone, it is so important to understand how other people function and the expectations for the space you're about to share. Mm-hmm. Because if you go in and you're like, well, I want all these things once you're already in there. And they're like, I don't that's not I'm I'm used to Coming home and doing Exactly what I want And they're not in a space To want a shift To make that easier mm-hmm. I mean That's hard That's, that's That could some, just be how he is But there is compromise here Right In the sense of like You've already You're probably This is what I'm feeling I bet you're starting To resent this person Because you're sitting there And you're like I fucking do all this I do all in your Taurus. You stay in shit that you shouldn't. But like, I, I do all of this, and so you're upset about it. But you're not changing your behavior in this situation because you feel trapped in like, well, no one's going to do it, so I have to pick up the slack.
0: Mm-hmm. A little bit of
1: martyrdom there. And I think that if, okay, I would say, hey, these are. we need to have a conversation about like splitting up chores or whatever it is but like also maybe leave space for like if he's not used to doing this all the time and he needs like five out of seven days apparently to like have his own whatever then maybe this isn't a daily task this is a weekly task like sometimes when I make to-do lists I don't make them for the day I make them for the week so Mm -hmm. that if I can check them off but I have the week to do them I was just about to say one
0: of the things you could do is come up with a schedule yeah like my when I lived in New York with my friends like we had a cleaning schedule, mm-hmm. and I think it might have been me who would every time it was time to, like,
1: of course, you were the clean the of the group. I would
0: send the email out, and be like, All right, this weekend, we're Google cleaning invite, guys.
1: Click in, notice she didn't respond you know, to you email. Anthony, you're
0: doing the, the lawn, <laughs> Mike, you're doing the upstairs bathroom. Oh my god, and then I'll handle everything on the first floor. <laughs> and then we would rotate our responsibilities. So Mom the next...
1: Batista over here, <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. So I think that's something I think maybe also for him, it sounds like, Yeah, that he would be better suited if he knows ahead of time.
1: Maybe it's the conversation to have.
0: Instead of being like, hey, you just got home, I need you to clean the sink.
1: Yeah, that's rather
0: a- say, Hey, on Friday or maybe this Saturday, yeah. it's Bef- your turn to clean by the weekend. the bathroom. Can you
1: clean the bathroom?
0: And so come Saturday, clean the bathroom.
1: Yeah. So we- he's
0: like he knows it's there.
1: Yeah. I mean and again, I think, yeah, it all comes down to a conversation, but I think it's really here's how you start conversations off. I'm not in a relationship, but this is what I imagine a healthy relationship looks like. <laughs> I've seen it in fan fiction. Um, let's, you have to come at it from the place of like, I'm not telling you all the ways you fucked up and how you're ruining my life and my time. I'm coming at it from the perspective of like, we're not enemies in this, we both want to exist in this space and feel good together. And like, I'm not trying to fight you on this. I'm just letting you know like what I need and then you can tell me what you need and then we can come to some kind of agreement or like middle ground so that everyone feels comfortable in this space. Because right now I'm stressing myself out by picking up slack that I, you know, I'm I feel like I'm not going to get through. I'm not I'm not getting through to you and you feel like I'm nagging you. But ultimately, like, not enough for you to do anything. And so now we're starting to create resentment. I think it's just coming in from a place of, like, I want this to work. Yeah. I want this to work. And in any relationship. On the flip side. Yeah. It might not work. You just
0: may need to accept some things about your partner that won't change. That's something I've also learned in therapy. That is true as well. You know, I told her about, I told my therapist about, you know, sometimes how my parents react to things. And she was like, look. You have to understand that, like, especially older people, like, they're probably not going to change.
1: Yeah, all you can ever do is change your reaction. And then, yeah, you
0: can change, you reframe how you go about your interactions with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, you might come to some realizations through these conversations and seeing that, like, even when you've... um, really and again again it's so and you're hard. not married so this so is a hard, huge problem for you it's so hard without you know seeing the interaction do. because this also because of the person writing in right it's like so we're we're are sure, we more likely to side. take their side right of course yeah and so but Everyone's this also might hero. be a person who everything's a fucking emergency everything is the most important thing ever everything that i want is like is do it or i'm gonna cry yeah and it's like so maybe he's burned out, too, of, like, you know, if he were writing in a letter, maybe he would be like, I do these things, but they're never good enough.
0: The fact that he does come home from work and then zones out the whole time.
1: Yeah. That,
0: I, can, I think he's going through some shit. I think he... Yeah, he
1: might be trying to numb some He's trying to ignore or escape. Yeah. Some anxiety. Maybe he doesn't like his job. Uh, maybe he's super introverted And even going to, I understand the idea of like you go, you go out to your job And you're just fucking tired When you yeah. get home You're dealing with people You're dealing with things You don't want to do I don't even know what he does yeah. yeah And so You know Maybe this is Maybe it's not even a like Hey I need you to clean the bathroom It's like You know You came home You played video games for an hour Let's have some time together And then maybe we clean the bathroom together And maybe we also watch a movie Like or maybe suggest
0: maybe doing it together naked Make yeah. it fun, you know. <laughs> let's clean the bathtub
1: so we can fuck in it, you yeah, know, let's like fuck and then clean it. <laughs> Jesus, men are so simple.
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised how simple. I'm men never are, surprised. Girl. <laughs> believe,
1: I'm never shocked. But yeah, I think that yeah, this is a con- conversations. Uh, I just read Han's book. Relationships, you have to. There's gonna be conflict. So you just have to embrace that there's going to be conflict, but you also expect that there's conflict, but you also have to go in not just shooting everything down, listening, actually asking questions so that you understand his values and things and like what he thinks is important and where he's coming from. Mm -hmm, And -hmm. then maybe once you understand why he's sitting down to play video games for four hours, you're starting to have conversations about things that are going on deeper than that. And maybe your weekends, at least one of the days a week when he's home, become about like, hey, let's get up in the morning and get coffee. Let's clean for half an hour together, naked, whatever. <laughs> and then let's like, let's go to the park or let's go to a movie. And then you can have, he can have his alone time. I mean, I think it's, I also know people that are very, you know, when you, when you've been on your own for so long, I think it's something I deal with. It's like, you're just used to doing everything on your own time and not having to answer to anyone. And, yeah. and when you're in a relationship where you feel like you have to answer to someone, it's like, I feel like I'm fucking being raised again. Like what's mm-hmm. happening. And, uh, And so I think that there's a there's a middle ground, and in that middle ground, you might find that this person you're not compatible with, but you also might make your relationship not miserable. So
0: I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I think first and foremost, talk.
1: Yeah. There's always couples therapy. Yeah, I mean, you should be in your own therapy too,
0: because Um, or your own therapy. Again, again, you can only
1: change your reaction to things, and so once you feel more empowered in that fact that
0: there's also got to be books on this. Yeah. About how to.
1: Read it in front of him. I mean... How to get your boyfriend to clean the fucking bathroom sink, like a novel like by But still, whoever. even
0: the idea of cleaning still is like, ugh. Yeah. Although, I've grown more... What's the word? Uh,
1: it's just a necessary evil.
0: But even like when I was going through like my shit, like remember like what we we cleared this whole fucking place, girl. Like fucking weekend. Oh,
1: I was like coming. I was so excited because I was just like, yes, someone else is in it with me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we went through every. Oh god, we went through everything.
1: God, those are so make him watch the Marie Kondo show and then just like go to town and throw everything out.
0: There was one more thing I was gonna say about this, but I forget
1: cleaning being a. how you felt about cleaning versus how you feel about yeah, cleaning he's now? Thirty.
0: I mean, yeah, he's definitely at an age where it's like, all right, it's time to. You could still play your video games, but also yeah, help clean and yeah. partake in just, the responsibilities. Just play for four hours of instead house. of
1: five hours. You know, like yeah. let's just. Good luck. But good luck. Next question. Yep.
0: Subject: Do I want to keep dat dick dough? <laughs> Hello, Megan, Keith, and sweet baby Margo, I, who I hope is doing exponentially better after her health scare. She's doing a little better. This was sent uh, only three days ago.
1: Yeah, she's doing a bit
0: better. I am a 17-year-old Taurus female. Another fucking Taurus girl. Oh, 17. 17.
1: Wow.
0: A uh, Taurus female who's been listening to your podcast and following y'all on social media for a couple of years yeah, now. This
1: better not be sex fan fiction, because I told you guys once in the podcast, I feel weird when teenagers write in with, like, let me break down how I blew this dude.
0: I think it's okay for teenagers to be having sex.
1: I think it is, too. And it's normal. But I, as a 33-year-old woman, feel weird reading out loud. You're like... Accounts of you. I think like we're just, getting
0: into that in yeah, I, fe-
1: I feel weird about it.
0: You can call me Alexis. So, so I don't know if that's a real name. Yeah. Um, I'm having boy problems, which I feel like is the subject of most of your emails. But I thought I would burden you with my issues as well. I have been seeing a guy who is also 17 and a Pisces for about four months now. Unfortunate. School is about to start up again and we both have part-time jobs. So okay. I know that time to hang out will be scarce.
1: Okay.
0: Now, everything in our relationship has been super casual and I was <laughs> under the impression that everything has been a summer fling. Okay. This is where I fucked up. It turns out he was under the impression that this was more, and he wants to pursue a relationship.
1: Okay. Oh God, the horror! Oh, 17. Uh,
0: being teenagers, neither of us expressed our expectations beforehand, and Fair. now I am so very confused on what to do.
1: Well, you got to figure out at the heart what you want.
0: He's nice and all, but I did not catch feels for him then like you did for date me. Him. And I do not want to be leading him on. Well, I'll- guess what? I also feel kind of bad considering I am his first everything. No,
1: let go of the guilt.
0: Kiss, relationship, etc.
1: Just because you were the first doesn't mean you have to be the everything.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to feel like he has done anything wrong.
1: Uh, that's something he's going to have to deal with on his own. But yeah, that's what that's, I've been fucking dealing with. I mean, with. You, it's, you, can't, you can't... You can not tell him, hey,
0: it's not you. Yeah, it's
1: me. Well, classic. But, but you can... But it's true sometimes. But the reality is that like you... In a situation like this especially, all you can do is is verbalize what you want and how you feel and your boundaries. And however they feel about that, they're going to have to figure it out.
0: I guess my question is, do I keep going with this relationship? No. Even though I, feel, I don't feel like we will work out due to our busy schedules and my lack of attraction? Or do okay. I try to get to know him better and pursue a relationship once oh. I... Now, no, he really likes me. Oh, my God. Thanks in advance for all the advice, and I know that I'm very young, and more relationship problems are to come in my future. Yeah, girl, I mean, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Like, don't yeah. force it. First of all, mean, first if first you, want all to you sound give it
1: a, very mature for a 17-year-old. You do. Year old. You write very well. Okay? So, you know, you're saying here, I'm not that attracted to him. I don't see us working out. I don't really like him like that. I caught no feelings. But I don't know if he likes me. Should I continue? Like, read that out loud as if you are a friend hearing that. And then give yourself your own advice, which is, you're 17 years old. There's so much dick in the world. There's so many experiences in the world for you to get caught up because of the expectations of another person when you're sitting there being like, well, I don't really want to be in this, but maybe I should be because someone else found value in me. Someone wanting to fuck you is not new or groundbreaking and it's going to happen over and over again. So you got to be much more selective about your time and energy. I would go to him and I would say, look, you're cool. We have this connection. This is kind of how I thought it was. I viewed it. And if we're going to continue in that realm, if that's what you want, then that's what I'm down for. But I'm not looking to date. And then he can feel however he feels. You're going to
0: hurt him. It sucks being the bad guy sometimes. Yeah. And you're not a bad person. You're not no, a bad you're not guy. not bad guy.
1: But to him, anything that... It's rejection. Yeah, you're rejecting his what advance yeah.
0: to make this more than just a summer fling. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you should have addressed this at the beginning. You didn't.
1: Now you learned. Now I've I'm had
0: to end relationships. I mean, this is only four months too. I mean.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you go in not thinking nothing, you want one thing, and it changes or it doesn't. Like it, yeah. it's, you know, I think we beat ourselves up a lot. Just don't lead him on
0: for two years. Yeah, I and th- then, and <laughs> okay, then I don't you know, think
1: that's what happened. Girl.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Telling you love them and then you know. Okay.
1: Well, I'm well, joking. I'm joking. The lesson here is that people's feelings can change. <laughs> And it's normal for them to shift uh, based on what they're going through. But I would say for you, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. And so make that explicitly clear. And if he continues wanting to be whatever it is, he can be on his Pisces fucking watery ass feelings. But you've laid out the groundwork for what you expect and what you want. And if you see him not following along with that, then you can end it. And however he feels about that, it's rejection. It's part of it. but. You don't, in learning your lesson, you don't get to continue on not hurting anyone and just being like wanted, but being miserable inside for other people. What is the sign again for this person? Taurus. Bitch, I fucking was going to say, is it a Taurus? Yeah, girl,
0: there's two Tauruses in a row, girl. Oh,
1: so many Tauruses. Just, you have so many options in your life and you're at the beginning of your life. So enjoy that and don't get caught up in... Ooh, this looks fun. Don't get caught up in, in some of this, you know? Have been many summer flings, overlapping summer flings, hot girl summer.
0: Is that what I keep seeing on Twitter? Yeah, hot chick summer or no, hot, it's girl, hot girl, hot girl summer. summer? Oh, so
1: it's like I'm speaking to a father. What it's um, what is Meghan, that? Megan, Megan the stallion. Is it just about girls? It's hot girls. Uh, hot summer. girls
0: being in the summer. It's
1: a time to. Be mean to men and fuck with their feelings.
0: <laughs> oh, is that what it is?
1: No, I think it's more of just like I'm unattached. Like I'm just out like here. A confidence. Well, I think you can be. It can be hot girl summer
0: with my boyfriend.
1: Even with your boyfriend or, or whoever, or, or your whoever. girlfriend or whoever, your joy friend. Your and joy friend. Ooh, I like that. um, you know, it can be whatever it is, but it's just about like it's a confidence owning what you want and doing it.
0: All right, last In question the words
1: of Megan the Stallion. Um, yeah, let's do one more.
0: This one actually has to do with. Roommates.
1: Oh Lord!
0: Welcome to Roommate Pod. Welcome. Uh, subject: Roommate hoarding problems.
1: Move out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's, look this
0: is for uh, the hoarder or for the oh, hoardie?
1: Listen, if you're, I don't. I've seen the show Hoarders, and I'm not in the mood, so I'll, I got to move out.
0: Don't say my name.
1: Don't tell us your name.
0: Hi, y'all. Queen Megan. Uh, And Jester Keith Jester, motherfucker Yeah, he
1: is a funny Scraggly looking bitch A little LOL In (laughs) (laughs) parenthesis
0: There Uh, You are both So, so great Thanks What's Margo
1: In this situation I ain't
0: got there yet
1: Oh She's the hound.
0: Jumping that to conclusion ass. Mother- Motherfucker skipping around I'm Veronica just, Mars just so you can see the end.
1: I'm just asking a goddamn question. I like to watch things first. Enjoy so the journey, sh- Biebs. I, yeah, I enjoy the journey by myself, and then I wait for you to come home so I can enjoy the journey of watching you. Enjoy the journey.
0: Thanks for being so open and, and empathetic uh, with your listeners. It's so nice to hear. And Margot is queen. Long live BB Margot.
1: That is true. Margot is queen.
0: My signs are as follows. Mm. We got a Libra slash Scorpio on we the should. cusps. My okay. astrology friend, All I'm right. more Scorpio. Okay. With Aquarius moon and Leo rising, she oh, then you writes, are, "Help! You are
1: you are someone that's just like, what are feelings, and why are they here, and how can I avoid them?
0: We've got a 25 year old female living in New York City. Hey." Uh, you moved in April. Okay. I met my now roommate last year and we hit it off. Okay. Uh, when I saw the place for the first time, it was filled with a ton of stuff and I assumed it was accumulated from both roommates. I was wrong. She mm. has so much stuff and it's filling up the place. Examples all seasonal coats filled on a standalone coat rack. Mm. Behind are three suitcases, comforters, boots, etc. She also has a shoe rack in the living room that is overflowing. She mm-hmm. also has tote bags around the common area filled with stuff, etc. It never ends.
1: Nope.
0: I've talked to her about how it's our shared space, how mm-hmm. we pay the same, and that I'm not feeling comfortable. I'm gonna start
1: paying less rent.
0: That it does not seem fair. She yeah. didn't get the. She didn't get defensive. She just said okay. And so far, not much has changed.
1: No, there's no okay. There's a. What's the plan of action now? You need to follow-up.
0: I've talked to her about it three times now.
1: Okay, well, it, now it's time to move.
0: And it hasn't gotten through.
1: Let her live by herself.
0: It's August, so it's been a few months. hmm I've tried to be sensitive about it since it seems like she's struggling with how much stuff she has. Of course she is. She's lived in the apartment for three years and has accumulated a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Her parents live in New York, and I've mentioned she should take some stuff back with her, which she said she'd do, but she never does. Some stuff, she says, is for donations, but they've been in the room for no. months. She showed me something in her room once, and my God, it's a wreck.
1: What else can I do? You're going to get mice. How can I approach this
0: better? Every time I bring friends over, they think it looks like it's both of our stuff and that it's cluttered, but really, it's It's all hers. Additionally, it's all decorated with her stuff, and it's ugly, LMAO. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I'm trying to... You shouldn't
1: be living with this person.
0: Well, I mean, if you're on a lease, get out when... expires yeah i'm trying to infiltrate some of my taste but it looks like her apartment and not mine Mm -hmm. any advice would be greatly appreciated y'all are amazing thank you
1: i would say as you're waiting to get out of this lease and get the fuck out um Mm. i would sit down and i would say you know i think the hey i'm just telling you sometimes people really got to hear things in a very like direct way Yep. Um, her saying okay and then continuing to push it off and brush I'm it all off. all about being direct. And I'm, I'm sure this is something that has been for whatever reason. I don't know a lot about hoarding. I know that there's a lot of emotional elements to it, right? Like, usually yeah. there's some kind of abuse in their childhood. There's some kind of, like, loss. Like, maybe you find a lot of people that had, like, a fire in their home when they were a kid. And now they're holding on to every memory they could ever find because they're scared of that happening again. You know, like, things like that. Um, I would basically let her know, look, I brought this problem up a few times and i want to i want to live if you want to live with her i want to live with you but this is how i feel i feel like this apartment is all yours and i'm paying half the rent for you to keep all of your stuff in all of the common areas i don't feel comfortable with it anymore what you keep in your room is your business and that's fine as long as it doesn't affect any health codes or anything that's gonna like bring us roaches or bed bugs or mice right so let's not have like a stack of dishes under your bed but um Essentially, I'm at a point where I'm looking to move out when this lease is up because I don't feel like you're listening to me. I don't think you're taking me seriously. And I also understand that there's an emotional element to this, that I'm, I'm willing to be here, if you are, as your friend to help you work through it. But it can't come at the cost or the expense of me feeling comfortable in a place that I'm paying this much rent for. Yeah. So at this point, if you have this much stuff and you're just unwilling to change that, then you probably should live alone.
0: I would also say, I mean, it, you've already had the conversation, you've already reminded her, and she's still not doing anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be tough because it's like you're going to have to just, either like Megan said, move out or accept these conditions until your lease is up and mm-hmm. then you move out. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this idea, but it, it could be something that you decide to help her with mm. and be like, hey, this weekend or, you know, this com- next weekend... Let's, like, go through this stuff because it's mm-hmm. really affecting me negatively.
1: Yeah. Figuring out what the root and of And I the would problem. love to
0: help you do it.
1: I mean, you're remaining awesome. This one
0: therapy. time. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Ooh, the thing... Just
0: to get that initial <laughs> yeah. thing done.
1: If she's really a hoarder, like, full on, like, it's so hard because you go to throw out a plastic bag and they have a fucking meltdown over it. Like, they're going back in the trash to get the plastic bag. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, it's like... I this requires professional help. Right. So Yes, yes, yes. You know, and the 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 danger of I think being open to like if this is something that can be solved and you just are looking for an extra pair of hands to help you sift through it, willing to donate some of my time. If that if the end result is we're living in a more comfortable space where I also am helping to decorate and I feel part of it, right? But if there's just an unwillingness to do it and or if um You find yourself in a situation where like it's a lot of tears and it's a lot of emotions and it's a lot of, you know, her calling on you essentially to enable this behavior and continue it on. You don't want to get sucked into that storm, you know? Yeah. So you have to go in, I think, with just a clear vision of what you want. This is what I need to continue living with you. And I need to see progress in this by this time. I'm willing to help you. Let's have a conversation about why this is going on, because she can't be... She has to see that it's happening and that you've brought it to her attention. I'm sure you're not the first person that's brought it to her attention. And so you need to have a conversation and see the willingness. Is there a willingness to actually do it or is she just going to continue doing it because she's always been allowed to do it and just get away with it because people, it's just too stubborn. Or at least
0: come up with like, I don't know. I feel like whenever I've lived with people, there's always in my head, like my room is my room Mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep it how I want to keep it. But like common areas need to be like maintained, right? So Yeah, yeah. If, if only at least you work on the common areas for... I mean, you said her bedroom is a fucking chaos, right? Or something, she said? Just start taking...
1: Said. You know what my spiteful ass would do? Start throwing shit out. No, don't do that with a hoarder. Don't do it. They will never get over it. Don't do it. It's too dangerous. Stage a
0: break-in. No. And oops, everything they, was stolen. And now you're going to add to the hoarding <laughs> because now they're
1: extra terrified about things getting taken. I would just start taking the bags of random shit in the middle of the room and I would put it in her room.
0: Mm, that's another good point.
1: I would, I would, a little Easter bunny on that ass. I'd scoop around, swoop them up, put them in her room like I do with Keith's like mail. Ask her i to throw Keith's mail on his bed. Yeah. Throw her fucking bags that's what on I do. her bed. Yeah,
0: I put your mail in your yeah, room. Yeah, that's usually. what we do. Um, and I think that's fine. I would say, hey, I want this stuff cleaned up by this weekend. Yeah. And if she doesn't, then put that stuff in her room.
1: Yeah, just start putting it in her room. Make it annoying.
0: She's like, I don't care where you put it, just keep it out of the common areas.
1: Yeah. I want to invite people Go over. Go rent
0: a storage space if you need it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or make more money so you can and, afford your own apartment. But the fact apartment. that
0: her parents live in New York and it seems like she's able to travel there, like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. get rid of your shit. But then again, like you said, it could be a mental I'm
1: sure her parents already know thing, this is and an I issue. I imagine,
0: or she got it from her parents. Or she
1: got it from her parents. You know? I bet her parents are fucking hoarders, too. Her parents too. could also
0: be hoarders and, and like, instilled it in exactly. within her, you know? So...
1: There's something else. There's another emotional component that goes into hoarding. It's not your job to figure that out or fix it. Your job is to take care of yourself and you protect your peace. And so being, if this is the person you value, being direct and giving an opportunity to correct the behavior, but also letting them know, these are the at the end of this lease, I'm going to be leaving because I can't live in this situation. I would rather live in a random studio in the middle of whatever and at least know that I can, you know be at peace than be stressed out like I'm trying to fucking raise someone. Yeah. You know? No, thank you.
0: All right, girl. I think I need to get going to my film shoots. Well, listen, if you like this podcast,
1: it's fine. If you like this podcast, you can email us at roommatepod at gmail.com. You can also go to patreon.com slash adventures in roommateing and uh you know give us some of your your coffee money we appreciate it yeah yeah um i want to give a shout out to brett new dick newman <laughs> who has just been at yeah, the top of the solid, charts solid just person. living just living it up just making it happen just the ultimate bb for adventures and remaining we also have andrew <laughs> shiri applebee shiri ricardo <laughs> it's too much Brajas. well it's too much for brajas, and too, it's too much for dare ricardo's too much Brajas, Sam, it's definitely too fucking much, bro. and it's Priscilla cunida Desert Ramirez, and it's time for the ducking.
0: All right, girl, we've got some ambient fantasy music. Can't
1: wait. Kat Koto, Dean Downer, Valerie Hasbum, Tessa Violet, Daniel Leonard, Teresa Morales, and Kate. I feel like I'm in fucking Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, we're gonna. And I'm gonna give a shout out to
1: one one dollar, and it. we're gonna give a shout out to. Do it. Brianna Mathowitz.
0: Ooh.
1: Or Brianna cool Mathowitz. Name. Cool name. Um, Brianna Brianna Thank you so much For supporting the podcast Make sure you share it With your friends Pass it on Bring new BBs into the family You can find me Megan Tan, just leave on Leave things.
0: a review on iTunes Yeah leave us
1: a re- review On iTunes
0: um, You can find me Keith without a crew On most things Keith W.A. crew On Twitter
1: And uh, that's it Good, Good night, night And goodbye
0: And goodbye